Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is, uh, Fabu Caribou? Did I say that right? Yes, that's, that's right. That, the name always throws people off because it's spelled a little bit weird, and when they look at it, they're like, what is this person talking about? It was basically meant to be a play on the words for uh, fabulous and caribou, kind of smashed together, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where it is. <laughs> yep. So, for people who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Uh, like I said, my name is, uh, I go by Fabu Caribou. Uh, my name is Chris. I basically run Marvel Crisis Protocol out of the Georgia-Atlanta area, where I am. I've been uh, kind of spearheading the game since it came out uh, on release. I fell in love with the game after a long stay with games like War Machine 40K, and I've just been teaching the game ever since and building up the community here. Uh, I'm also, over during the, uh, the dark times of COVID, I got really into miniature painting and have spent the better part of three years just trying to become a better painter, diving more into it and trying to teach others how they can become better painters as well whenever they have questions about it. Fantastic. I I always respect the painters. I will never be there. <laughs> the pro- the problem is a lot of people always come to me and they're always intimidated by it and I always just try to like guide people along and be like, you know, you just you got to start. It's okay to be bad at painting when you first start. No one ever starts amazing. Uh, if you do, awesome, but like uh, there's that famous line that I always like to refer to from uh, Adventure Time with Jake saying the first step to being good at something. I think it's like sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good at something. Yeah. I just, I don't have steady enough hands for it. And, you know, there's been so many tools as well that have come out like in the like in the past year, a few years, there's been like a lot of extra tools. You've got like contrast paints. You've got... Uh, slop chop, uh, uh, what's it called? Slap chop method, I think it's for painting that has gotten really popular for people to paint their miniatures very quickly. And I'm a big proponent of anything that can help people move from gray models to painted, even if it's just a little bit, that's progress. And, and that's to be, you know, celebrated. Yeah. I, I am a proud, uh, person in the gray legion. <laughs> I, I I always try to push people. It's like, hey, if you can get some primer on that, that's that's the first step. You just need that first step, and then you'll you'll get the itch, and you'll keep pushing yourself to do better and better. Uh, I also do not have the money to get painting supplies right now, and that's completely understandable. I always try to, even with hobby stuff, painting. I always try to help people to get the most bang for their buck, and try to guide them down mm-hmm. the best process. That because let's not be let's not kid ourselves. Tabletop miniatures. It can be an expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not called plastic crack for nothing or anything like that. Uh, so that's something mm-hmm. else I try to do with people who are new to the game. And anytime people message me like, you know, oh, what's the best thing for me to get into? I'm like, you know, I can offer you what's going to be best for you, your bang for your buck. But I can also offer you where you might have to spend a little bit more. But I promise you, you'll be happier spending more on this. Primer is a primary example where I can go forever about you want to start with a good primer for specific reasons, don't get the Walmart brand. You're gonna lose details, etc. But yeah. I, I digress. <laughs> uh-huh. Now I must ask you the traditional question of what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Ah, uh, that you know, <laughs> I always see a lot of people who are like, "Man, I wish this character existed." I'm like, you know, there's so many good characters to pick from. I'm my basic 
my basic answer of the of course everybody wants them is is Doctor Doom. Everyone wants Doctor Doom in the game. People want Fantastic Four, and I'm pretty sure a primary amount of those people are just for the man Doctor Doom. But yeah. I I kind of want Doctor Doom for the let's finally complete the Marvel vs. Capcom three roster because we're like four characters oh, off God. at this point. You are so right. We need, like, Shumagorath in there as well. Shumagorath, Doctor Doom, Nova, and Super Scroll. And I that's, think that's, that's it. That, that is true. You you are 100% right. I um, If I had to go with a answer that is the non, like, everybody wants this character, it would be uh, the Red Armor Spider-Man from the Civil War comics. Ooh. Um, I... That, when I was younger and I was getting into comics, that was the combination of my two favorite Marvel heroes, which was Iron Man and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And while I love one of my favorite things is seeing the new costumes that the MCU typically like they'll they'll do updates to costumes, the PS5, Spider-Man, the updates to their costumes. I've I've loved the modernization of superhero costumes. Um, mm-hmm. I think Vulture from the the newest Spider-Man movie. Um, what was the first one? I don't know why Homecoming. I always forget it. Uh, yes, a, Homecoming. A movie I have problems with. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But the Vulture redesign on there was, I think it's still my absolute favorite redesign that Marvel has had mm-hmm. done in any of their movies. But Red Armor Spider-Man is one of the ones that, even the classic from the comics, I'd still be okay with that that version of mm-hmm. it. I did. I will admit, in in Civil, in a, not Civil War, uh, Infinity War, when the armor suit has the red, had the the legs come out of the Spider Man outfit, I realized, oh my god, this is the modernization of the red armor Spider Man from Civil War costume. Oh my god! And I did a little a little freak out for a brief moment, and then I calmed myself. <laughs> I am mixed. On some of the MCU changes. And that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I know it's not for everyone. I, I'm one of those people that love certain sleek added designs moving away mm-hmm. from the tights. But that's me. That That's, yeah. that's me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Uh, now, Doom, the real reason I want Doom to appear is because it's the most likely chance we have of Victorious appearing. That That is true. I did not even consider that. Yeah. I, I I am one of the few people who know who Victorious is, and I love them. It's like, wait a sec, I know. It took me a second to realize. I was like, I know I've heard this name, but it's just been so long. And I'm like, okay, I do recognize this character. I had to pull it off. I was thinking of, um, oh, man, what character is that I'm thinking of? I am, I am, I am blanking right now on the spot. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, there's so many obscure characters I want to see. And yeah, that I I love honestly. Kind of when Atomic Mass kind of does some of the obscure characters. I'll be honest with you. Like for example, Shadowlands Daredevil. When they revealed that, I am definitely one of the people that their marketing worked for. Yeah. I did not realize who Shadowlands Daredevil was, and I went Shadowlands Daredevil. Wait, he became the leader of the hand. I'm also yeah. a simp for ninjas and all <laughs> things in general, so I had to go re- look into it. So and I read that comic series, and I was like, oh my god. I love this, and I play the hell out of Shadowlands Daredevil whenever I can. Mm. So I'm guessing if you're a simp for ninjas, Mortal Kombat is your favorite fighting game? Oh, yeah. It's it's one of my favorites. I 
I love all the ninjas in Mortal Kombat. Like, Dude. I don't play uh, a lot of the Mortal Kombat games right now, but I always love watching and looking at stuff that's coming out of there. And I know the new Mortal Kombat oh. one game coming out. Looks so pretty. On that. Looks yeah. so pretty. I I'm excited, and the new debut today of some of the new stuff in there with oh, yeah. I think with uh, Sidel. Sidel uh, and Shao Kahn. Yes, that's it. I was just like, ooh, hello. I, I love this. Yeah, and also the update to Tanya is so good. Like they've they've done good on uh, talk about a company updating their uh, uh, costumes well. I think yes, Netherrealm has done a very good job of that. I I 100% agree. But. None of that is what we're here to officially talk about. So who did you bring for us to talk about today? Well, I brought a character that I was like, you know what? I played this character a bit on and off. They don't get a lot of love, but I've kind of come around on them more and more over time. And that's Taskmaster. Yeah. So Taskmaster is Criminal Syndicate, Hydra, and Shield traded. So we will not be playing him in any of those. I know he has Rogue Agent, but those are the ones he's officially affiliated with. So those are the ones he's not going into. Yes. Which which threw me for a little bit of a curveball because when I found out, it's like, you can't use the affiliation machine. And I was like, uh, oh, well, crumbles up my notes and tosses them away. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, people forget that's part of the premise of the show. I mean, but I do like a, myself a good curveball every so often. Yes. So, yeah, let's do it. So, are there any affiliations that jump out to you immediately? So, when I was looking over the different affiliations, not being able to access into his main ones. So, you know, Hydra, S.H.I.E.L.D., and Criminal Syndicate. I was looking over a few of them, and there, there are three that stand out to me. One of them's kind of cheating, I think, though. Uh, those are Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Wakanda and Defenders, which seem odd in their choices, but I've, I've got my reasons for it. So, you did not mention the one that I have actually legitimately played him in. I need to hear it now, because now I'm like, oh, which one did I fit? Uh, I have played him as my rogue agent of choice in Winter God. Oh my gosh! You know, you know what? I actually was literally thinking of Winter Guard today because I was thinking about like who else would Taskmaster be good in, and it's because I haven't played a ton of Winter Guard. But you are a hundred percent right that they would do very well in Winter Guard. Yeah, because they Winter the the style of Winter Guard I played, which was not the common style, I will admit, um, was a bunch of characters who are tanky and can take one v ones. And can do things in 1v1s. And, like, Taskmaster in a 1v1 is so goddamn annoying between monomic technique and intuitive pattern recognition. Oh, it's 100% true. I mean, that's the thing with him, is that he doesn't get a lot of love just because people are like, you know, he does have his weaknesses. I mean, yeah. he's not a jack-of-all-trades character. But the one thing that he is really good at is sitting on a point... And if your opponent has to come into him to close combat, he's going to sit there and annoy the hell out of them. I mean, again, let's be honest. In Crisis Protocol, dice will dice. Yes. It, it happens. We've mm -hmm. all seen it. But a lot of the times I've had games where Taskmaster, he just sits there and he's like, I'm not moving. And it's held off four threat characters in rare cases above even that into five yeah. threats with lucky dice, of course. But the fact that he can't be removed and he's sitting there holding off characters more than his threat value is just instant value. And then making him 
so uh possibly not be able to be pushed, so you're just sitting on there more. Super annoying. Especially trying to move him out of his, you know, ability to count blanks while within two. Again, yep. if for those who haven't looked over him, he has ability to count blanks while within two. So Yep. So that that's the place I've I've played him. You mentioned defenders. Love a good defenders. Why does he jump out there? So the main reason for that is because Taskmaster, the other thing that's really great about him, and the thing I've just kind of come to appreciate him, he's only got two abilities he's ever spending power on. Again, you've mentioned Mnemonic Technique, which is one, and then photo, uh, Photographic Reflexes. Mm-hmm. Both of those abilities only cost well, one attack, one ability. They cost two power. That's it. Yep. And I know the Ponsum complaint with Defenders is the fact that, you know, you have to spend power for their leadership to change the mm-hmm. attack type. I mean... Taskmaster in most of the games I play him in is normally flush with power. You normally can use him for like either a battery for certain tactic cards, depending, of course, on those tactic cards, or Mnemonic Technique, like we said. But sometimes it's like, well, Mnemonic Technique, at most it's getting me six dice. You got it for photo, uh, photographic reflexes. But I just find that he's a lot of the time kind of like Mystique. He seems to have a lot of power just yeah. kind of waiting to be used and the fact that his shield throw does not generate a shield because i mean a power because let's be honest it's after the time of when the balancing for that kind of happened it's an older balanced character so of course i'm sure if he was like rebalanced he'd probably have it just to be in line with everyone else yeah but again it's fine he he doesn't have a problem really keeping power and that's why i think it works great in defenders Mm -hmm. just the ability to make him not only defend well defenders huh get it uh but also just spend power that he'll have excess of to now actually get through weaker areas of defenses your Mm -hmm. opponent might have that go into him it's like great now not only am i annoying on this point now i'm also going to be hurting you back and finding your weakness on top of everything hey almost like that's what the character does yes so a different option for using all that excess power uh, is one of the new affiliations. Ooh, I did not even think about new affiliations we got coming out. That is, ooh, ooh. It's, I'm still, I'm still in hype mode about the new core yes. box. But I didn't even think about those new affiliations coming out. Ooh, Red Skull, Master of the World Cabal. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. That is, I think that I'm gonna go on a slight tangent here. I hate Corebox Red Skull. OG. Uh, oh, oh, I, <laughs> we are about to have a fight because I love OG Corebox Red Skull. I I know we'll have a fight about that because you mentioned how much you like Modok, and I am not a person who likes Modok as a character in general, unless it's the one being played by Patton Oswalt. Um, but I do not own uh, original Modok or even new Modok, and I know that Red Skull. Without me going on the tangent, because I'm sure we got you know. You know how much time you have to record today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when you don't have original Modoc, I feel like a lot of the options you have for Red Skull original kind of are lacking. But I won't. I won't go on this tangent. My my point is that I'm very excited about new core Red Skull because there's finally a core Red Skull that I can play that just seems great all around. We're still waiting on some confirmation for uh, his leadership and for one of his abilities that I've asked yeah. on the Crisis Protocol forums to confirm but once we find that out then play testings in baby let's let's do it so uh on the og red skull topic you obviously haven't played him recently because 
OG Red Skull, Ulick, Baron Zemo is a scary team. That is that is true. I can totally see that. It's it's not so much my problem with like my issue with Red Skull, and I've gone on this tangent a number of times with people online who who know why I don't like Red Skull. It's because I never have problems remembering leaderships. For some reason, Red Skull OG is the one leadership that I catch myself going, crap, I forgot to give myself an extra power when I did damage a, tu a turn or two ago, and now I need that extra power, and I completely forgot, damn it. And that's, I always curse myself. That sounds like a you problem. Which is fair, which is fair. I don't know why it's that leadership. Every other leadership mm -hmm. in the game... I can remember, but that one's one where you have to remember that doing damage gives you extra power, and I don't know why that one messes with my brain for some reason. But yeah, no. But it's also the fact that he's sitting back and he's doing his range attacks, which cost a power. I, I literally have said the way you fix him, in my opinion, is just make it so that his range attack was free and didn't cost a power, and I, I think I'd be way more on top of the OG Red Skull being okay boat. I'm worried that if they ever touch him, they're going to take away the things I like about him. Like I said, I think I think if you just make his range uh, attack just be zero power, I think that's everything fixed with him. Because nothing feels worse than spending a power that he has and rolling nothing or failing to do damage and rolling zero wilds. It is just, I think, one of the worst feelings I've ever had. I'm just like, well, not only am I less on power, so, but I also rolled no wilds and did no damage. I think if they ever go to touch him, I think they will not be able to resist themselves to put size limits on his threats. Oh, yeah. No, no I, I think if you did make it so that his, his range attack was free, you got to adjust the, the, the no size restriction on his punch. Let's be honest. It's a little weird to think of the idea of Resco going and, like, friggin' Captain Falcon punching uh, Dormammu away just because he rolled a wild. It's just wild I love that me. shit. That, that's... <laughs> The fact that his... Also, it's like I basically never use that one cost attack. Yeah, that, that's... It's it's just one of those things where he wants to sit back and, you know... Fight. But anyway, going yeah. off on a tangent, because <laughs> this is the problem when people talk to me, is that I tend to tangent a lot, as you've seen already. I am also a tangent started. person. So this is a bad combination. Ready? Yes. But no, uh, with New Red Skull, he just has that power is only for the ones who rule. Which seems yes, really that, good with uh, Mr. Taskmaster. It's true. And, and that, that is 100% true. It's also one of those abilities that seems really good, like, you know, with like characters like Mystique. But, but Taskmaster being a, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to tank, but feel free to take my power off of me. That's great. I am very curious to see on, for that rule how it's going to be ruled just because I'm not sure if it's a, you have to take all the power from someone, you have to split it just between him and Red Skull, multiple, like, depending yeah. on the wording and how it's ruled. I am totally okay with it being just between Red Skull and the other character, as I expect, but how much do they have to use all the power yep. or some of the power? Anyway, we'll, we'll find out eventually. Yeah. So I think that is an option. Um, you also mentioned Wakanda. I imagine it's for much the same reason he has such consistent power gen he can spend to on all of the Wakanda stuff. Yeah, pretty much. It's just the fact that you can use more of that power to either... I mean, I don't think you're really using it to help in your attack unless you really need it, but it's mostly just to help him become even more annoying in the defensive area. Mm -hmm. um, and since he's got power for days, it just seems like more of what Wakanda wants to do, which is using those rerolls to keep your character on the point and be annoying. Mm -hmm. 
And then I also think he is not bad in New Doc Ock Syndicate. Uh, Doc Ock, uh, spite of a sinister scientist, Doc Ock. That's true. And I'm not sure if you have the card pulled up right there in front yes. of you, but if you if you look at that, just for if anyone doesn't have it in front of them, just going over what that leadership is. Mm-hmm. Once per turn, after an attacking character targets an ally, uh, an attack targeting an ally character is resolved. If they are not dazed, they gain one power. So, like, becomes even more of a battery. So you can really mm-hmm. look at expensive tactics for it suddenly. But more importantly, once per turn, when an ally character suffers damage from an enemy attack, after that attack is resolved, you, it may remove one of the following conditions from itself. Shock, slow, or incinerate. And, and interestingly... Incinerate is great. Interestingly, uh, th- the way this timing works, if, like, say Pyro attacks you, uh, he gets his wild to incinerate, you gain incinerate, and then you have your after-the-attack-resolves triggers happen. So you can Correct. dump that incinerate. Exactly. Yeah, th- that's another reason why that leadership is actually just so great, just because so many of the triggers are typically, like, that on wild, and they typically, like, you know, for because of timing charts, it first resolves yeah. your active player, then the defending player. So that's why that leadership is also great. Yeah. And because Spider-Foes, they have a lot of issues with, like, basically, if they become shocked or anything like that, it really hampers them. So mm-hmm. the fact that it just even removes just shock alone for them is great. Yeah. So another another great use, I think, for Taskmaster as well. And I, I think that's a pretty good place as well for him. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the major... Uh, I also... I don't think he's bad. I know I know you're not going to go for this because you don't like him. Uh, but I also don't think he's bad in core box uh, Red Skull Cabal. Um, Red Skull, yeah, I, I, I can see that for sure. Red Skull, I, I don't think it's a bad idea either. Yeah. Red Skull likes someone to uh, hail Hydra into and giving him power gen off of his shields was if he ends up dealing damage is not bad. Yeah, hey, it's almost like you get what you were sub- you should have on that shield throw for what he has, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like almost it's like he's getting the balance of it through another affiliation. Mm-hmm. And then I have had games. I think the last one I had with him, where his shore strike wasn't doing a ton, but that shield throw it went off, and it was just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just roll three successes, bounce into someone else, and get four successes. Cool, great job, Taskmaster. I was not expecting that, but geez, you did not skip arm day apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one I want to talk about is I think he's an okay Sam spam character. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I, th- I think the only issue with that with Sandman when you're putting him into Avengers is because he's not benefiting off of the Avengers, uh, you know, Avengers Assemble Tactics card. And that's where I think it becomes a little bit harder for me so. because there are so many good, cheap Avengers that it's just like, and they have such a wide roster. I- I'm kind of one of those people who loves playing Avengers, and I have to not play Avengers because it's a drug that's hard to stop. So. Well, one thing I do think he benefits supremely from, though. It's the brand new card reserve member. So, yes, I'm just like I had to remember what reserve member does again, and that, I believe gives you Avengers leadership. Is that correct? Uh, no. It's you choose one non-Avengers affiliated character with a threat value of three or less in your squad. Uh, the chosen character gains some assembly required, um, which is a zero-cost reaction superpower of while this character is attacking or defending. If it's within two of another ally character with a leadership, active or inactive, it may use this superpower to add one to its attack or defense role. 
Okay, I'm back on board. Yeah, I had I had to pull it up on my end here. I was like, wait a second, because I haven't thought about that card in a while. But yes, that that also is actually, actually that's pretty spicy. I like that. And you making him like suddenly you're making him a four five because you use the extra defense dice on the first attack, and when they attack again, you get the bonus dice from pattern recognition. Mm -hmm. Make it even more tanky and annoying to remove. I and like it, it also gives him a buff to his offense. True. And then, and then, of course, you know, that bleed sometimes, like, I think people under-respect bleed a lot of the times. I yeah. know it's very common, but there are so many games I've played where bleed is just such a pain in the ass. And it, it is magical Christmas land where you land bleed on somebody, and they have one life left, and they have not activated yet. And it's like, oh... So what are you doing? You double attacking me? That's... Or are you single attacking me and then clearing the bleed? What are you going to do about it? That is not Magical Christmas Land. Magical Christmas oh. Land is leaving them on 1 HP with Venom at the end of their activation with a counterattack that you did that Ooh. automatically gives bleed so they don't even have time to shake it. True. True. That that yes, that is true. I forgot about that. There are some re reactive attacks that can put bleed on somebody. Venom oh, being the primary suspect there. Oh, I've yeah. been on the receiving end of that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, we've talked about a lot of options. Which one is the one that jumps out to you at the place we want to go? Oh, let's see. Oh, that's so tough. I feel like the problem is that if I went with Hellfire, because Hellfire is the easiest one to build into. But you have so many options yeah. in there. And that feels kind of like cheating. And, and I think I we want to go with something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he actually likes Hellfire. It's more of just the fact that it's another heal and basic yeah. way for him to kind of, you know, because he's going to be wanting to sit on a point anyway. Mm -hmm. There's almost no way you're not going to be getting the heals off of Emma's leadership yeah. and stuff like that. But he's um, going to get capped on Poe so quickly. True, but then you can always just, again, spending him as a battery for other tactic cards is yep. not a terrible idea, mm -hmm. which is something I like with him a lot. It's I like him for the sitting on a point, being annoying, defensive three-threat character, powering up other things if possible. I, that, that's where I like him. Mm -hmm. Um, is so hard because I want to be like, let's go defenders, but then it's like, I haven't built a defender's roster in i don't know i haven't i don't know the last time i played defenders i think it might have been when ancient one came out that i uh last played a defenders roster it's been a while we saw a defenders list dupe uh i think it went three and two at our local mox uh local lvo qualifier i i will say something about defenders the defenders kind of like the spanish inquisition no one expects them yes. when they uh, show up it throws you off so hard because of the fact that it's like, oh, shoot, they can kind of go through my defenses. Uh, there is definitely something to be said about the defenders being the underdog. And uh, also, I think, they have Hulk in affiliation, so. <laughs> yes, this this is true, which I, is a great thing. I saw a team of Doctor Strange, Hulk, uh, uh, OG Daredevil at 15. <laughs> Now, now, who was this person playing that? Because I feel like there's someone who I had seen at a tournament I ran a while back who was running like that, almost something very similar. And I was like, wow, this is kind of weird and spicy, but it, it was doing work. It, it does work. I can't remember the name specifically off the top of my head right this moment, but like, it's doing work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have some good options. Oh, and stuff they like that. have. I think they're only hampered by 
three of the best three threats, I think. Yeah, they've they've got some very good characters in there. They're only hampered, I think, by the lack of, you know, affiliation tactic cards and the fact that it's a leadership you have to pay power for. But, I mean, there's a lot of characters in there, I think, who can sometimes just have excess power to spend. So yeah. it's not entirely a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Now you're kind of convincing me. Now I kind of want to just go against the grain and kind of go into defenders with this. I I am so down. All right, let's do defenders. Let's 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 get nuts. Cool. So, of course, first thing first, we get Doctor Strange. Who's your next of, defender? Of and we already mentioned it. I mean, they've got Hulk in affiliation. Nothing is scarier than OG Hulk. With by the way, I also can choose what my attack type. How about a Mystic? You know, fist to your face. That's horrifying to me. And Energy I don't like fist it. to your face. <laughs> I mean, why not? Let's just go. Or how about a mystic beam? How about a physical beam? Let's just go really wild. So mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, I feel like we have to go then with uh, with, with Doctor Strange and Hulk to yeah. start off. Mm-hmm. I want to sing the praises of a forgotten character. Please, tell me. Valkyrie's still really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that was the next one I was gonna go with too. She, she's still great. People, I think it's again the whole thing of there are characters in this game that are still very good, but new stuff comes out and then you forget about them. But she's still great. Yeah. She has still not lost the luster she had. I mean, is she as crazy as before? No. no. But thank I've been fuck. on the receiving end of her. Yeah, yeah, thank God. We we don't need to go back to the uh, Valkyrie times. Those of you who are joining us who are new to Marvel Crisis Protocol, ask your local community who are veterans about this game, about old school Valkyrie, and prepare to live the horror. Yes. Though you can still, if you want to, doom prophecy of Valkyrie and have her just destroy people. It's true. It's true. I Thank God that was adjusted. But uh, yeah. So, I, okay, I, think, I think Valkyrie's great. <laughs> I love that the combo I played for a little bit, had three cards out of it adjusted or rotated. Yeah. I I think the, the, the tactic cards, I think, adjust, took people off guard when they, they, they rotated out. I mean, I think it's been healthier for the game overall, Oh, yes. Though. No, I think it's 100% healthier. But no, I was playing uh, Doom Prophecy Widow with a Hulk to Gamma Launch Widow. Oh, God, someone did that to me. It's been a while. In fact, I think it was one of our players who who moved away from here, moved from Georgia. I think Andy was one of our players who did that to me. That sounds very familiar. Because you tend to run out of targets during a Widow Bomb, and hey, look, Gamma Launch wasn't doing Hulk's activation at the time. Yep, I, I do remember that. I had been on the receiving end where they had Gamma Launched Widow to grab a point. That was back when we had Wakanda herbs. Gamma launch Widow land onto the herb and just grab move long away, and I was like, "Oh God!" Now, granted, this was this was earlier in the time of Crisis Protocol. I want to say, uh, I think we had Black Order a little while after that had happened. This was, I think, I think this was before. Hulk had been buffed, in fact. But oh, yeah. Gamma launching someone to grab a point and then running back was still pretty good. Yeah. So, who jumps out to you next? Okay. So, in the affiliation for Defenders, just looking at kind of the list of what we have there. So, you have a we have a five threat. Now, here's another question. Is, are, we putting, are we putting a gem on Strange or are we leaving Strange as no gem? 
I have heard mixed opinions on what is the right answer. Uh, yeah, I... I think math-wise, I think we prefer him as a 5 to a 6 today. Yeah, uh, uh, that's fair, especially because of your leadership. You don't want to put too many eggs in a basket there mm -hmm. for him, too. I know there are some people who will probably hear this and be like, they're not putting the, 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 the soul gem on Strange. What is wrong with these people? Hey, that's fair. I never said I was a professional. I, 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 <laughs> I just love playing this game. And oh, yeah. That's my experience with this. So, um I, let's see. Um, yeah, so I think going without the gem, unfortunately, again, trying to save space and everything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I would I would totally accept criticism and people to just turn off the podcast now if I said Blade. I'm not even going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> uh, um, but, oh, I just realized. You're right. Dr. Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, you cannot run him. Nope. Because you have your leadership. You'd have to split out the two there. I do really like Dr. Strange, Sorcerer oh, Supreme, yeah. though. I just don't think... You bring him in this list, unfortunately. No. Um, there are some convocation okay. members I am looking at, though. Yeah, I I would love to put Ancient One in there. I I love Ancient One. Yeah, she's one of my favorite sculpts in the game as well. I love that model. Mm -hmm. That being said, I have had so many games where I've played Ancient One, and she has just failed to do any damage and get knocked out so quickly. And I'm just like, oh, and I just put my hands in my head in my hands and just like, why I need you to do one damage with your stagger. And she fails. I swear like 80% of the time to do damage. And I just, I cry. I, she does so much for me. I might have just the curse sometimes. I think it's certain characters when I'm really excited to play them. They, they just like, you want to play me? All right. I'm going to let you down. I'm like, cool. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I'm so dumb. Luke Cage. Yeah. We got toss in Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, that's a, a for sure. I do want to mention, different convocation member, Magic. Yes. So so Magic is someone who I do actually like. I have issues sometimes fitting her into areas just because whenever I the lists I play just don't have space for Magic. But I like her a lot as a piece. I love her journey through Limbo card. Yeah. So good. Um, that's not a bad one. Gives you some control in there as well. Additional control. Mm -hmm. Leaping around the board. Great attack. Um, she normally... I feel like she's normally decent on power. Well, with her, her journeying through Limbo and everything like that, sometimes she's lacking on power depending. But it's not... I don't hate it. Yeah. I honestly like any excuse to play Magic. Cool. And we aren't always here to do the correct tournament thing. We are here to experiment. I, and I'm down for that. I, I, I feel the same way. I love to try different new things if I can. I just tend to sometimes fall into old routines and be like, well, I got this ready to go for this week. Let's play this. Mm -hmm. um, okay, I'm definitely down with tossing magic in there. Why not? So we have you got Doctor Strange, OG. Uh, we got Hulk, Valkyrie, Luke Cage, and magic. So you got magic for some control in there, a decent hitter as well, jumping around the board. So fast, agile, Yep. Uh, can yeet someone with her tactics card, which, by the way, I think we should put that in there yes. for sure as well. Mm -hmm. You got Luke Cage for a good body. We got Taskmaster, of course, because we have – that's the whole point of this. We're yes. bringing Taskmaster in there. So we got some good bodies on the board that are pretty tanky. You got Hulk for control slash damage, Valkyrie for damage and some medium control. Hey, that's not bad. Uh, I feel like Doctor Strange right now may be the, the weakest point in this list. Well, but, again, he's also providing heals, which yes. is great. We love heals on this roster, I think. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure if there's an argument to be made for Immortal Hulk in there. I think one Hulk is fine. Yeah. Immortal being seven is, I think, a bit much for, for this. Mm-hmm. So, I have to ask it. Yes. Because he has shown up in some very good tournament lists for this affiliation, and I think we want a fourth threat, and you're not. And, and Ancient One doesn't uh, like you. Do we bring Daredevil? OG Daredevil? Yeah. Uh, I So, Daredevil is one of those characters when people say that he's bad. Once again, we go on, man, how many tangents can we go on on this podcast here? When people say that OG Daredevil is bad, I always argue that he's one of those characters that has the potential balance. Where he has, if things go right, the potential to be insane. And I yes. have been on the receiving end of insane Daredevils oh, yeah. popping off if the positioning is right. Again, you have to say, there has to be some setup in there, but it's really gross when it goes off. So mm-hmm. I am personally not someone who thinks – I feel like we have a lot of defending pretty decent characters in here. I don't hate it. I feel like there are some people that will be like, what are you doing? You've already got Taskmaster out of, of, out of affiliation – not out of affiliation uh, – as, as the weird one in here. Again, rogue agent, so he's going to give you know roster no matter what. Yeah. I, it, it's hard. It's hard because I think the problem is with Daredevil is that he's not going to generate a lot of power, I think, on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the things whenever I look at Defenders and when I've looked at them and thought about playing them, it's like I feel like any character that can just get excess power is great. Yeah. And I don't feel like Daredevil really gets excess power a lot. Like he has to have the dice go well. He's he's tanky, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But is he always going to have like that extra power to be using for his attacks? Well, then I mean, let's... he's only got man without fear. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the other four threat options because I think that is actually the real big point for defenders. If they're four threats, if you're not playing Ancient One, are not stunning because like Blade. No, I. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm totally down with sticking Ancient One in there. I was just saying that, like, for me, I love any excuse to put her on the board. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I've like, I feel like my luck is cursed with her. But I yeah. think Ancient One is, yeah, I think she's not bad because, again, she's going to have that excess power. She gets two power every single turn. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Um, you can't go wrong with it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I'd say for in affiliation, toss her in there. So if you if you got Ancient One in there, then you've got, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We're at seven now. Yeah. And if you include Taskmaster, that's Rogue Agent. So, I mean, technically, you're going to be in affiliation. Oh, yeah. So, so far, I think this is I think this is pretty decent. Um, I just... Looking at the other options... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Just, just to kind of finish my point about Defenders, because, like, you have Ancient One, then you have Blade, Daredevil, yeah, Electra, who I love dearly, but most people do not like... Yeah, I, I even modded mine, so I is another thing I love to do is love to mod models if I can. So I'm like I did all this mod work on her, I'm like, yeah, but I almost like never play her. She just she just does not seem to work, unfortunately, when I've tried her. But it's mm-hmm. like yeah, anyway. Uh Core Box Spider Man. Chip it. obviously that's the correct choice. Why why are we not putting him in there? Put him in there. We gotta put him in there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then OG Wolverine. Yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on the Wolverine one, though. I, I like, know he's doing work now in Avengers, but like, but that's like that's their fourth threat suite. 
Yeah. They and I really, think Ancient One's the winner in that one. Yeah. But, like, they, I think if they just get one more good four threat, because four threats are so much more powerful than they used to be, which I have mixed opinions on. I think some of those four threats should, should be five threats, but petty squabbles. Yeah, and, and again, they're... You're you're absolutely right. I think like they just need if they have like something else with like another tactic card or something like that for yeah. the affiliation. I think they just need a good signature tactics card mm -hmm. because um, what 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 was the tactic card that Doctor Strange has with Wong that was the one that was like all the rage back oh, then? Oh, pentagrams of Fuala. Yes, thank you. It's been a while. So yeah, so pentagrams. I mean that one changing was unfortunate for the affiliation, but mm -hmm. I feel like they have either a good tactic card or just just something like even like. No, it's going to sound corny. Another leader of some sort or something like that. I know a lot of people are like, they need a cheaper leader, etc. I feel like the tactic card thing will help them out a ton. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do agree as well. A good fourth threat would actually be great for the in affiliation. So <laughs> looking at it, I'm not sure. Do we want to put Wong in there? I'm not sure we need him with a major splash character having Rogue Agent. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, I feel like you always want, like, maybe one, two threat in there and stuff like that, but I don't know if we're going to need him, because right yeah. at this point now, we've got seven out of ten, so that's three that you can splash in there with uh, out of affiliation to kind mm -hmm. of shore in some defender stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good point. I don't think we need to put Wong then. Mm -hmm. So, uh, are there any characters that jump out to you out of affiliation? Ooh. So, now we got to look at the entire roster of stuff yeah. for uh, where we go out. Okay. So, um... You know who actually, I mean, no surprise here. You know who's a good fourth threat character that tends to have a lot of extra power, who is also pretty tanky and is great? Who? Uh, Crimson Dynamo. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I knew you were going to enjoy that just because you were saying Winter Guard and everything. And I'm like, you know what? I, I think it was putting uh, Crimson Dynamo. That, that seems good. You get some shock in there. Yep. He's going to have the power a lot of the times to... Uh, change it if you need to be offensive with him. I mean, not that he needs it, but if you sometimes want to cut through the enemy, how about some more mystic beams? I'm like, oh, yeah, mm, okay, gross. Now, I, I do know again to preference this for those who don't know with defenders, it does not work on beams, unfortunately, in the sense of you don't get to pay one power and all your beams are now mystic, it's only per for the first attack. So, because of how beams work, you only get it for one of your chosen attacks, but again, that's fine. In, in this situation here, it's okay, because if that was not the case, then we'd have all beams. We'd have vision in here, too, if we, while we were at it, if that was the case. One second. Um, so, uh, Crimson Dynamo, great, great choice overall. I like that one. I think that's a great one, especially because Shock adding into some more tankiness in here is never a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So now, who do we go with outside of that? We got two more slots in here. Who do we go with next? Doctor Strange, Hulk. So we currently have her at eight right now. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I feel like we need like a two threat in here as well. Mm -hmm. There are a Shut lot up. of good two threats. <laughs> it's true. You So... I guess the question is, what is this list here with Taskmaster going to be doing? I feel like this one's kind of going for tank up, a little bit of control, mm -hmm. 
and some healing from Doctor Strange. What two threat can offset that a bit? Well, I know we said we'll skip on Wong because, again, that's more healing. I don't know if we really need it. You can kind of just go with a staple, like, someone just to fill in that back roll. So you could have Toad as your kind of fill-in spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're not just going with Toad for just doing some objective running and stuff like that, who, who else would be like that? I would go with Toad personally. Who would you go with if it was not Toad? So I will say I have been a big fan of Corbach's Black Widow. Just I think that long move is super, super valuable right now. Yes, that, that, that is true. And actually, that is a good thing to consider just because we do we are currently lacking in long movement outside of magic if she's jumping through limbo and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you consider Hulk with his leap and stuff like that. So, I mean, we have some decent movability. But again, we also have Luke Cage in there to help for some bodyguarding and stuff mm-hmm. like that. What about so Koye or so? I had to double check this, but as of the ruling from twenty ten, uh, from uh, November tenth, twenty twenty, uh, Strange's leadership uh, changes the profile of the attack when the attack is declared. So on beams, it does affect every attack of the beam. Hmm. Okay. I. I thought I had read that it only was the first attack. I'll have to look at that again later. So I thought it was just that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so for rapid fire, yes, because each of those attacks is a separate instance of an attack getting created. But beams work differently where they're declared because, um, yeah, there's first off. Come on. Why did you not copy? I told you to copy. There's the reference of the ruling. Thank you. This is good to know. Again, I haven't played Defenders in forever. Yeah. But I thought uh, I remember that from way back in the day, so I want to double check. Um, But it's when you declare an attack, not when you're targeting a character. Um, So that is a different timing space than other things. And it specifically is changing the profile of the attack. So it's rapid fire. It's like I do a shot and then I do that shot again, but it's a separate declared attack. Well, egg on my face. I could have sworn I was, I could have sworn it was a, you had, it was like for whichever attack. And so you only got it on one. So I, that's on me. So excellent. Okay. This is not a bad thing then. I knew it was a weird declaring thing and I wanted to double check my work before saying anything. Yeah, well, I feel I'm embarrassed now because I declared that there because it's been forever since yeah. I even looked at this. And yes, so it looks like you are correct on that. That it looks like of, of that ruling, that looks like it changes the entire profile of the attack per uh, that ruling on the Crisis Protocol forms. Okay, so good mm-hmm. to know. Anyway, that works out for the benefit of everybody there yes. in, this, in this case. Back then. to the conversation on two threats. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so two threats are a weird place right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, like, there are a couple that get a lot of play, and then the rest just basically see no play. Yes, correct. Because, um, like, you have Toad and Bullseye. And then I think a step down the you get... Code. Yep, and I think a step down is Honey Badger recently. I've been yeah, seeing... I have not jumped on the Honey Badger train yet, but I feel like I need to give that some time and yeah. testing at some point. 
just need to pick up that box. So, you know, there's that too. <laughs> and then there's a step down to, I think Black Widow still gets a little play, and I see Rocket mostly in affiliation. Um, yes, that, that that's fair. And then, of course, Wong in affiliation, but I don't think he's quite the character we need today. I agree with that. I would agree with that. And then you have Bob. Then you have Bob and Okoye and Nebula at the bottom. Nebula, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I do see Nebula in some areas. I mean, th those are definitely like the picks at the very bottom there where it's kind of like very dependent. I have not seen Okoye in forever. Yes. You know, again, I'm I'm not exactly missing the days of when the game was first released and Okoye was everywhere. Um, the surprise to me was the loss of the power generation on her range attack. But again, mm -hmm. they know they're doing better than I do. So yeah. um, everything else, I was like spot on. That was the only one that th threw me off a little bit. But I guess, you know, it'd be easy bodyguard for days. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so of those options there, while I think Toad is just the staple, just kind of put in there and mm -hmm. run them. If we're trying to run something a little bit different here for the sake of it, wh which of those do you think is the better to go to? So, I think Toad is always still a good option. Um, I won't ever complain. I like... Okay. I think Core Black, Black Widow now has a really powerful thing going. Because um, Vertical Assistance. Yes, if we're considering the new Core Box coming out, she does get more value there from that card. Oh, yeah. Granted, it's, it's attaching a Tactic Card to Tooth Threat, which... I'm not sure how I feel on it. I am so excited for new core, new widow coming out. My mm -hmm. God. Um, but I don't entirely hate that idea. So I think let's, let's, Hi, let's go let's ahead. Let's bring back climbing gear. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's attached to her specifically, but I think that's okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't hate that. So mm -hmm. let's go ahead. And for the sake of it, for those who have wanted to play two threat widow, well, here's a chance to let's, yeah. let's stick two threat widow in there. Then a final pick. There are, there are just too many options in this game at times. Yes. So but currently I'm... we have one five threat, one six threat. We have four three threats, two fours, and one two. Yes. I, I want to talk about a weird pick quickly. I love it. I love hearing weirdness. How do you... What do you think of new crossbones? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I like so many of the characters in this new box, in the, in the new core box. I Like I said, I'm one of those people who is very excited about everything there. Um, so you get access to a beam, which is great. You have hit and run, which is like one of the only things you're going to spend power on. Until I get some testing with him, I'm not sure how I feel, but I don't hate it is the thing. Yeah. And he's also That's tanky like we're talking about already. Yes. And I, I feel like that hit and run on there allows him to kind of duck around. Access to making his beam also be able to be a different type. Mm -hmm. Energy choice. It's not bad. I mean, literally, what are you going to do on turn one? You're not spending that power on anything. You can get ready for hit and run if you want. But if you move up, get in position, move up once, have two power, you can choose. Do I want to hit a bunch of people with a target of a mystic or physical type or do i want to hit and run and get out of there and i'm still going to get a power back anyway yeah every attack he does he's going to have that power back so you're almost always going to be able to use that leadership in some way or form i feel like and let's not forget the leadership also gives out hex on these attacks yes that, that was something else i was i wanted to mention as well is i always forget about how when you spend the power on that 
leadership, you are getting Hex on the ability mm-hmm. as well, which is great, which which is solid. Um, honestly, you're making me want to go try this out myself when I get a chance. So, <laughs> you know, good job there. I know. It's almost like that was the whole point of this. <laughs> uh, though, I want to talk about a little quicker person with a beam at Three Threat. Uh, goddamn Crystal. Talking about Gambit? Oh, okay. <laughs> we all went to different places. Like, we'll say it at the same time. One, two, three. Gambit, Crystal. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Long oh, man, mover a while, with yeah. a beam and can do triple attack. And generally has a bunch of effing power and has that re-roll. Yeah, I don't hate it because it does give you another long threat. Now, is she the tankiest person in the world? I don't think so, but I mean, she typically has, I think, a little bit of power normally whenever she's on the board to kind of oh yeah propel this. You want the the only problem is that you want that four power when you can for the extra attack. So it's kind of making a tough choice between am I using this for my leadership or am I going to be using that to get an extra attack off? Well, so uh. Having played a lot of Crystal, your goal is to get a setup where you can double attack with the beam to people. And that alone pays for itself. So your one power during the power phase can do whatever you want. I I still need to play her more. I've played her a couple of times. But I'm also one of those crazy people who now got the crazy idea of I need to trade the crystal I have for someone who has an unassembled crystal just so I can do a Legend of Korra conversion for her. And I've already got the whole thing ready to go. So I need to do that at some point and play her more. Ooh. Yes. Well, I, I'm the I'm the other type of crazy person who is uh, doing a custom versus Capcom expansion for this game. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> you're, do- you're doing some good work then. Yes. Uh, Umbrella is a very fun affiliation from what I've tested. True. Let, so, I just had a thought. I was just oh, looking go. at some characters here, just trying to get an idea. So, hear me out. I mean, ah, damn it. I just remembered. Because Doctor Strange is 5 threat, you'd have to go a little bit lower on the on the threat scale, but... Ulick? Ulick's <laughs> great! I'm kind of thinking about it. Because with Ulick, whenever I... Now, I have played a lot of Ulick, I will say. Oh, yeah. That dude gets around. Oh, yeah. And typically has some power. What's scarier than Ulick being able to spend one power when he's already in your face and then being able to choose different attack types? Also, on top of that, hexing you. So when you attack back into him, you're not bursting off the crits. Like, the more I thought about it after I just took one look at the name, I'm like, uh, that seems kind of dope, honestly. So... Ulick is a character that does not roll well for me. Much like Ancient One doesn't roll well for you. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. I tend to only deal one damage with Ulick, which is why he's amazing in Red School Cabal. Because even one damage gets you the two power you want to recursive. His jumps. It's true. That's true. It's true. But again, if you think about it, if you are getting one power off Ulick within Defenders, if you already got one attack off... Having that power to then do your second attack into their weakest attack type to generate more power yeah. so that next turn you're ready to go. I, I don't hate that personally. No. Now, again, the only problem is that if you did do Ulik, mm-hmm. you're looking at 
two five threats, a six threat, and two fours, and the rest being a th threes and one two. Which I don't think we mind because our affiliation math is so much easier because we have the rogue agent that we're wanting to play every game. True. Very true. So in that case, you have a tanky character, you have a diver, you've got Doctor Strange in there as well. And I mean, I feel like Strange can kind of, if he, if Ulic is close enough, you can healing Ulic is annoying. Oh, yeah. Like, good God. Now, granted, you also have the option of Bill as well. Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah. I know it's, you know, oh, man. See, now I say it, I'm like, oh, man, maybe do we just actually go with Bill instead then? Because Bill, being a very tanky character with access to some meta checks on, I mean, he is the meta checker, let's be honest yeah. there. That guy also having power in typically ample amounts, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, just being able to also choose your attack type with him since you are generating two power a turn is pretty good. Mm -hmm. So now I'm stuck between Ulick and Bill. There is. This game has so many good options. I know, I know. It is. It is so hard. I say go with who you like. I feel and hear me out. I feel like the only reason Bill wins out for me on here is because he's just so good. It's kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I've been on the receiving end of in in my area. Trust me, I could go on about one of my one of my my favorite people to play against. But that guy's Bill. His bill rolls so incredibly amazing on defenses. I'm just like, how? How is this happening? And it's happened to me for a number of weeks straight. But but in relation to the list here, you get a four threat versus a five threat. So I yeah. feel like that's good. Then you have four th you have you have three four threats, which is great. You can kind of choose them depending on where you want. Uh one five threat, one six, and then four threes and a two. I feel like Bill just <laughs> is a pretty decent slot in here and gives you more throw control as well for characters and stuff. And Bill has secretly one of my favorite team tactics cards. Oh, on me Scuttlebutt or a different oh, one? Oh yes, Scuttlebutt on me. Yes. That was the other one. I was like, that typically tends to be people who like Bill and love that character. That seems to be the card that I seem like people really like to play. Well, I, I play it a little bit on Bill. I play it a lot on Scourge. Fair. Absolutely fair. Um, okay, so looking at this here, it looks like then you have, so we have Doctor Strange. Let's let's put it first people who are in affiliation at the top. So you got Doctor Strange for your leader, of course, Hulk, Valkyrie, Luke Cage, Magic, and Ancient One. Mm -hmm. So that's your in Defenders affiliation. And then Taskmaster, because that's who this is all about today. Yep. Crimson Dynamo, Bill, and Core Widow Two Threat. What crisis does this team go with? Oh, see, okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I love playing this game. I, I play it every week. Enjoy the hell out of it. Crisis selection is the one thing when I tell people, like, here are different, like, competitive levels of when you play this game. You've got, you know, you go casual. Then you start building your roster for your 10 of, like, oh, okay, what characters? Then you start working on your tactic cards. Like, I want to make these work with my characters. Crisis selection is always one of the things I am horrid on. It is one of those things that I tend to be like, all right, I need some help on, on crisis selection. Okay. But I feel like so. It, there's so many moving parts with crisis selection. Yeah. That's the one part where I falter. I love character creating. I love tactic sele selecting. Crisis is the hardest thing for me. 
Yes. So I think there's one big one that I want to jump on. Because uh, yes, I, I think we're playing a tanky game plan, and what makes a tanky game plan even better? Healing. I think we are an extremist okay, team. Okay, you're going. Okay, I think, I think that is totally fair. All right, I like that. Um, so, I guess let me think. So, we're thinking kind of tanky and stuff like that. Now, extremist is on the B map, I, uh, I D. Or is it? No, it's D. Yes, because I, I, I was about to say, what about Infinity? I, I think infinity is just fine. Uh, yeah, with spending power as an affiliation, so having uh, more power is not a bad oh, thing. Oh, wait. Yes, I, I feel like it's not bad, and I feel like there are other people who will like it, but I feel like we kind of want it even more so. I know that a lot of these characters here have either um, double power generation between Strange, Hulk, Valkyrie, uh, Ancient One, mm -hmm. and kind of in a way. Oh, and Bill, and Bill as, as well. Yeah. So no problems there. I feel like with defenders, you want to have someone who can generate extra power. I feel like that's just great for them. Mm -hmm. uh, but hey, more power ain't bad. Yeah. Um, and then my's not bad either. I think. My last one, I think we're a solid scoundrels team. We like the cover, and a taskmaster yeah. ignores cover. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. That's not bad. And then of course the other thing, of course, being that um, if they attack, ancient one can pull you off the off the point. Yep. So it's like, oh, I got cover. Yoink. No, you don't. No, now you you're don't. back towards me. So I don't hate that. Mm-hmm. Tossing that one in there, too. So we got, let's see, that's... 20 threat and then 217 threats. Yeah, that's us. We secures. Extracts is a little bit okay, more cool. complicated, I find. Yeah, that that that's going to be the harder one. So We, we have a center line extract tanky. grab. Because mm -hmm. we have Bill. Got Bill on that. Okay, got that there. Now I'm just looking at all the other uh, extracts here that we have there. So we got between Fear Grips, Alien Ship, Mutant Extremists, Paranoia, Research Station, Scrolls Infiltrate, Spider Infected, Struggle for the Cube, and Montessi Formula. Yep. Um, so let me see, just pulling this up here. So Mont I think Montessi Formula is not bad for us. Yeah. Um, because we can use the leadership on there. You just can't, um, you can't add additional dice yeah. and modify attack dice. You can still change it, though. Yeah. So I don't hate Montessi formula. This is one of two teams I don't mind Montessi formula on. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. The, the um, other one being, uh, Corpox Red Skull loves Montessi formula. True. That, that is true, actually. I can totally see that. <laughs> I am one of those people where I played a lot of Hellfire for a while. Anytime we're running a tanky team, I'm a proponent of don't play hammers or mm -hmm. don't give hammers to your opponent. Oh, yeah, no. If you're playing a tanky team, why would you give your opponent something that's going to help them hit harder? Like, sure, you yep. can hit harder, but the whole thing is you want to take the attacks and then punch them back. Exactly. So I, I rule hammers out every time when I'm playing anything tanky. I also, for and... much the same reason, rule cubes out when I'm playing tanky teams. True, true, very true. Because automatic um, damage is so much more valuable to your opponent than confirmed damage. Yeah, the only places I like to play cubes are if I'm playing Criminal Syndicate, Shadowlands yeah. Daredevil, and Hellfire. Those are the two spots where I like to play it. Other than that, I typically avoid it like the Plague. Mm -hmm. um, 
I did love the change to it, though. So another side tangent, the uh, change to it being in the uh, cleanup phase versus power. Love it. Um, so I guess... Here's the question. Do we want to go into research station? The problem is I think we have a lot of very big... Now, again, with defenders, you can also consider the fact you don't have to run Doctor Strange. You could technically just run non-leader Doctor Strange and technically be in defenders, I guess. Yeah. But then you're not getting your leadership, which is the one downside. Mm-hmm. Uh, research station is such a complicated one because there's so many teams that are so good at it. With that in mind, though, I mean, we do have Hulk, Valkyrie, Bill, yeah, and... I, I think we're not terrible at tugging. it. I think we're yeah. not terrible at the it. The only downside is that it is 15th. It's not. We are 15th threat, though. That's the one downside. Yeah. So if you have Doctor Strange, that only gives you 10 more points to work with on that crisis, if that, it's chosen. That is... And there are some teams out there that can... Strange Taskmaster Valkyrie Bill... True, and Bill does help you give you a meta check in case there's someone who's running like like those 15 point Malekith lists I've heard of or whatever like yeah. that. So, spoiler, I did I did just finish painting up Malekith, so I'm allowed to play the the Tiger King once again. I did allow myself to do that. <laughs> Perfectly fair. I have played him once, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I played I played him too many times, and after a tournament where he went insane, oh, this was before his nerf, I said, all right, I'm not playing Malekith again until he is fully painted. And he was just finally finished fully being painted as of a week ago, two weeks ago, I think, as the recording of this. Mm-hmm. And it only took me, I don't know how many goddamn months to get it done, but I went hard on it, so yeah. I think I'm allowed to play it now. <laughs> um, okay, so... Final ship crashes downtown. Yeah, that's the question. Um, I just love scrolls. The thing I like about scrolls is people don't kind of expect it. It's twenty threat. It's not, especially with the change to scrolls now. Yeah, it is a push slow. That's the problem. Is if we're trying to get onto a certain point and hold it. As a tanky team, I don't like being pushed. Um is the one downside. But th- but what else do you have outside of that? You got spider infected. Uh, which is worse. Like you just said scrolls. Yes. Which which is which is true. Uh, Paranoia pummels. Not bad, but we don't have a lot of healing on there. Mm-hmm. And the other issue is that it is four Six- disturbances. Yeah. And it's also 16 threat, so I'm not... Mutant extremist. No. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. That that was the one I was thinking of originally. Um, and then yeah, no, maybe I wouldn't go with that one alien ship. That that was the one I was just looking at because I feel like a lot of the times with um, defenders, like they have a little extra power for their leadership. I don't feel like they're swimming in it. You yeah. know. And I think we we so, have a team that's good at spending down. Yes, we do have ways to spend power off. And having played Alien Ship Crashes Downtown recently, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when I was worried about the power team. Plus, we do have Strange for Healing. Yeah. So that's not bad. And if we're running um, if we're running Infinity or Extremis, you got some ways to heal in there too. Oh, yeah. 
So, well, I mean, that that's, again, that's assuming if your opponent has extremists yeah. down on you at the same time, too. Um, I don't hate it, though. Again, experimentation will be needed for that, but I don't hate it. Yeah. Let, let, we're experimenting. Let's try it. I, I say try it out. And if someone's listening to this and they're like, want to swap things out, I say go ahead. I mean, yeah. why not? I mean, the whole point of this, I guess, like you told me, was just to experiment and try things. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Probably, I, I might play this list <laughs> next week, I think, because I'm, now I'm hyped on it, and just to see how it does. So, uh, tactics cards. I think there's a bunch that immediately jump out to me that we've already talked about. Yes. yes uh, please. Where, where, where are your first choices? So, Taskmaster does have a card, but it's Criminal Syndicate only, so it, we're not going to play that. Ignore that in this case. Uh-huh. Uh, Heroes for Hire. Cool. Yes. Number one. Uh, vertical assistance. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. So this is, yeah. So, so that is assuming that once we have the core box out at the time of recording, the new core box has not come out yet. Yeah. So, give it another month. Well, actually, so we're in. Yeah, give it another couple months, and then it'll be out. So that that's something to consider. There, we can just be like, okay, when the new core comes out, uh, that one. But until then, here's another one you could try, maybe. Yeah. But I I've we'll always been at like. Testing with the new stuff is important, even if it's just through proxies. You actually just read my brain through the internet because I was just about to say, but you know what? It doesn't matter. We have the card out now. Just yeah. test it out and try it. I don't. I mean, if you're not going to a tournament with this and you're just playing it a casual night, I don't think anyone's going to be like, I'm calling AMG up right now to let them know that you're playing with a card that hasn't been released. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I would test it out because... It's a tactics card. Who cares? And like, um, have the have the turn zero conversation with your uh, with your opponent before doing anything. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big proponent of whenever you play this game with people, you always got to make sure you understand what kind of game you're going for. I literally have two demo games I'm doing tomorrow, pretty much, mm-hmm. and I always ask like, what's your experience with the game? What kind of game are you looking to get out of this? I feel the turn zero ex- asking your opponent what kind of game they're looking for is important for your enjoyment of Crisis Protocol. Oh yeah, casual players competitive players just ask the question i think no one's going to be insulted you'll have a better time overall if that's mm-hmm. what you know what you're getting into um, um but yeah so okay vertical assistance journey through limbo of course uh, that's what i was saying before uh must have for her yep uh scuttlebutt on me <laughs> yes i will we'll do that one as well because yeah. i know you definitely want to play that one so let's do that and it is a thought attack in a turn which is so Great. powerful through. Uh, I, I feel like in a lot of the times you're going to be bringing Bill in this list, typically. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eyes on the Flies. Yes, because that gives you some additional plays with certain characters. Uh, Bill being the big proponent here for that one. Yep. Uh, can you do it with Crimson? No, no, you can't do it with Crimson. You need to have two power. But we have Ancient One. No. I, I think Bill and Hulk are the... And Doctor Strange are the uh, three... Well, we aren't playing him with a gem, so he isn't getting the extra power. True, true. It's just one power. You're right. You're right. Yep. Okay, never mind. Ignore that. I've I've been so used to when I did play Strange in the past, it was with a gem. But in this case, I think we have to put that to the side. Yep. Okay. Um. So I think that's that? the character specific ones I can think of. I don't think we played the Crimson yes. Dynamo card. Ancient One doesn't have one. Valkyrie doesn't have one. I don't think we're a Gamma Launch team, and I don't think we're doing Pentagrams. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I I don't think Pentagrams in this case. Um. 
for now we kind of look at now that we've got those hey i don't see any restricted cards on here yeah. so what brace number one brace sacrifice would be my call because sacrificing into taskmaster pretty pretty decent not terrible the only problem is that he is only three 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 so when mm -hmm. the attack does go into him and because it's not within two he's not going to count blanks so that that's my issue unless they're in close combat i feel like taskmaster most of the time when i'm running him it's just going to be to a solo flank where he's going to do the one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. or even sit back i've had games where he just sits back and the opponent doors and i'm like cool well i'm just going to be a fourth i'm going to be a, a a point scorer here mm -hmm. and that's fine I, I know he's not, like I said, the most flashy character in the world, but he's got a simple role and he does his job yeah. well. Mm -hmm. So, Brace, do we want to go with Patch at all? I could see Patch. We are playing, trying to play the tanky team and Patch up works well for that. Yeah, I think the only issue I wonder with it is, do we have enough power for it normally? Well, we have talked a fair bit about uh, how uh, Taskmaster can become a battery. True. Yeah, you're, you're right. You are absolutely right. And nothing so, else. We have, okay. like, so Valkyrie we have generating to a turn. We have Bill generating to a turn. We have Hulk generating three a turn. Ancient Wind generating to a turn. Yeah. No, that, that seems solid. I say let's put Patch up there yep. for now. Cool. And just if we need to change it or something. So patch up. All right. So what does that leave us now with? So we currently have seven cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You, oh, I have eight. Right, let me throw this. So hero, journey, vertical assistance, journey through limbo, scuttlebutt on me, eyes on the prize, brace, patch. Yeah. So at eight. Uh, heroes, vertical, journey, eye, scuttlebutt, brace, patch. That's seven. Oh, I'm sorry. I had Journey Through Limbo on here twice. I did. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I just looked at my list and I was like, huh, one's labeled Journey, one's Journey Through Limbo. Oh, there we go. There's the problem. There's your problem. That's best right here. Yeah. Um, Again, me problem. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got three more. Yes. Uh, Let's We We can go. I think Recal is very good right now. Yeah. Recal... It, it got me last week in a game. It, it really actually was a game changer in a game last week where I was playing Mal and my opponent, I was about to one-shot their Cats in America, and they're like, all right, recal. And I ended up instead doing zero damage to their cap. I went from a one-shot to zero, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. Those games where it works, it works. And some games it doesn't. But, hey, sometimes it's that out. And I feel like also with your tanky team, when you have that, option where you might go down yep not a terrible option but in that same regard fallback i also think fallback is really solid for us and we have room for both it's true so with with recal and fallback that leaves you with two more um with one i've more. been trying sorry one more so i have been someone who has been kind of trying to test out warpath a little bit like that i don't feel like this is the list for it though no. um because i feel like we're trying to sitting back more often than not I am not someone, I'm just thinking out loud here, I'm not someone who's a big fan of Face Me. Mm -hmm. um, it does pull, but I don't. I feel like we're trying to sit on the yeah. objective a little bit with some control in there. So, uh, th there are two cards that I really love that I would look at. Tell me. 
which is Marked for Death. Go on. Yes, that's another card I like a lot. And Mission Objective. Ooh. Okay, those are actually two very good ones. I mean, I know these are like people are like, "Wow, these these guys are they're both really thinking off the 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 cusp on tactic cards for this." I'm like, you know what? We're trying to do something different with the li the list, so we're allowed to go into the tactic cards and do some try old favorites in there. Yeah, course. Okay. Like, hey, they're going to be less on us than they would be on last week's uh, episode where I convinced someone that Red Room Training was the right choice. I don't hate Red Room Training, though. It's just a lot of the times I I look at it and I've played it and I'm like, cool, on turn one, it's going to be great. Then after that, I'm like, eh, maybe it comes back up and gets used. But I don't hate the card. I yeah. think it has its purposes. Oh, yeah. I was actually thinking about it for a moment in here. But then, again, my, my usual thing of, mm, I don't know if it works in this entire situation yeah. here. Um, okay, so between Mission Objective and Mark for Death. Um, okay. I, I'm going to have a take here on why I think we go Mark for on. Death. I think this matchup, we might have a difficult Web Warriors matchup. Like, I know we get to target yeah. the Mystic, but I think they just, they prey on big boys so well, on, on, like, potatoes so well. True. And being able to remove it and get some range attacks onto some key pieces during certain terms would be good. I mean, that, I don't need enti entirely a ton of convincing to do that. And mission objective as well. Mm -hmm. um, while good, yeah, I feel like just for the web warrior matchup i think mark for death is not a terrible idea just yeah. in case you're running into that in your area or something like that and we're also, not seeing kind of it here right now but it's also fucking great into black panther yeah turning black panther <laughs> into a short <laughs> mover is hysterical <laughs> oh any long mover you turn into short is great it's like uh i i did that to angela like that, once it's, it's and she was very sad <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I was going to say, I was also looking at um, Grievous Wounds a little bit, but again, we're already spending power on the leadership. I don't know if we want to tank it more, yeah. you know, you know, pull onto that more. So, it, it actually, I just thought of something as well. We're saying mission objective, maybe. So, if you don't want to try out vertical assistance, hey, why not mission objective yep. instead then? That's, in that's case, you know, so mm -hmm. there you go. Um, Perfect idea. Okay. But I think we have a full roster here. Yeah. So uh, do you want to go over the full roster yes. again, or do you want me to do it? I got it. Uh, so for everyone at okay. home, the full roster is Taskmaster, OG Doctor Strange, OG Hulk, Valkyrie, Luke Cage, Magic, Ancient One, Crimson Dynamo, Corebox Black Widow, and Beta Ray Bill. For tactics cards, we have Heroes for Hire, Vertical Assistance, Journey Through Limbo, Eyes on the Prize, Scuttlebutt on Me. Brace for Impact, Patch Up, Recalibration Matrix, Fall Back, and Mark for Death. For Secures, we have Riot Spark over Extremist 3.0, Infinity Formula Goes Missing, and Super Powered Scoundrel Swarm Sinister Syndicate. And for Extracts, we have Montesi Formula Found, Research Station Attacked, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. Seems seems like a fun list to try out. Yeah. I 
after talking about it, I kind of want to try it out now. Like I said, if I wasn't so hard on my Malekith kick right now. But you know what? This is the curse I have. I spend months painting one model because I'm an insane person who is such a tryhard with painting that it's a curse sometimes, trying to work on speed. But yeah. then here's the curse. I'll paint something, play it a couple times, and then go... Ooh, something new over here. And this is such an underdog kind of list of just kind of crazy stuff, but it has a lot of characters in it I love. Like I said, I do really like Taskmaster. He's one of my favorite characters in Marvel. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten to play him a lot outside of my Criminal Syndicate and Hydra where I put him. But again, we can't put him in here. Yeah. But this seems like fun. And honestly, I kind of want to try it because I've converted my Doctor Strange. I've converted my Taskmaster. <laughs> Is there anyone else I've converted on here? I think those are the main two. Uh, and they just, it seems like, oh, and Widow 2 was painted a little bit differently. But these are all fun characters I think I would enjoy. Is it the best? I don't know. But I'll tell you, it's going to throw some people off guard because oh, yeah. if you don't have everyone's down on defenders. And like I said, they are the Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> I feel like, of this game. They're, they're one of a couple affiliations that I think are the Spanish Inquisition. True. I mean, they're not. Sentinels is another one of those, but I feel like Sentinels. I think they're gonna get a little bit more popular because, like, for those who don't know, on the last stream that AMG did, they pretty much a hundred percent confirmed Nimrod's coming. Yeah. Like, I'm one of those people where I'm like, hey, don't try to read between the lines. But Schick pretty much just yeah. was like, hey, you see that character right there? They're coming out soon. Like, they literally just pointed to it and said. Nimrod's coming essentially. Yeah. And this is not one of those ones where you can't read between the lines and be like, well, maybe they meant this. I am always a proponent of be careful and understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. This is one of those cases where I'm like, all right, I think we can confirm Nimrod's coming to the game. Yes. And that's great. Sentinels I'm, need some love. I'm hoping he comes with Orchid. Don't know that character, but uh, I do know I, who let, Nimrod is. Let me double check that I am getting the right character here. And here I thought I was cool because I actually knew who Nimrod was. Um, Apparently not. <laughs> well, so in uh, Orchis, um, who is from the super recent run of House of X, Power of X. Ah, okay. There uh, you go. Is uh, kind of uh, um, a kind of scientist uh, um but uh scientist uh sentinel character this sounds very familiar i might have seen this i actually just pulled up power of x i'm like oh yeah i actually have seen a lot of illustrations from this this run yeah. and everything i actually converted my mr sinister after power of x's mr sinister because that's my favorite illustration of that character that i've seen fair enough well i there is one conversion i do want to do someday Tell me. love hearing this stuff. I want to turn Rogue into trashy goth girl Rogue from X-Men Evolution. Yes. Ap- yes. Yes. Yes, Queen. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for this. I, I, I have told people that X-Men Evolution is so 90s, but dang, is it still a banger. Not really. I, I consider it a banger. <laughs> no, it, it's not 90s. It is only it is 2000s. So- Yes, but it was still 90s of the uh, punk and everything like that and the skateboarding and high school and radical. Like, you cannot tell. I mean, okay, let me put it this way. It wasn't early 90s. It was late 90s. But it was still 90s, in my opinion. So it's one of the shows that, like, aired through 9-11. 
And yeah. I think it is so 2000s to me because you can definitely feel the impact of that in the actual production of the show, which really mocks it as a point. That That is true. I Sometimes time is an illusion for me, and I sometimes forget what things kind of catch right at the cusp between the 2000s and the late 90s. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can agree with you there. And I do remember that going from the 90s into 2000s. I'm one of those people who's just like, it feels like the same, and it was like a subtle change versus some of those transitional times where it's just like, well, yeah. this is very of the 80s. This is very of that era or the 70s. And I guess when I think about it, yeah, you're you're probably right, honestly. Because it started that, November 2000 and lasted four seasons. I I was recently rewatching it um, in the mornings. Ironically, on a Saturday morning while I would have yeah. my coffee and um, – that was a couple of weeks ago where I had to take a pause for it because I was doing other stuff. But I was starting to rewatch all of it. I was like, oh, man, I miss this show. Mm-hmm. I, I miss it so much. Yeah. No, it lasted 2000 to 2003. It's still a good run. I, yeah. I still I still think it is I still think it is a banger series. And this this will get me some hate. I apologize to anyone listening to this who will hate the thing I'm about to say. I like it more than the classic X-Men cartoon. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was watching the original X-Men cartoon. I'm like, you know what? It was very of it. It's great. Don't get me wrong. I think the original X-Men animated series is good. But it was very like, here are the characters. And we're doing this this week and doing that next week. And again, they didn't know when it was in being developed like how long i think they had for that series and they're just kind of telling these quick stories and stuff and it was they put a lot on the line for that i respect it yeah but re-watching the series i do enjoy the character development that comes through with evolution personally a lot more Uh i i have a lot of uh contentious opinions about tv and movies um fair as 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 uh I have told many times I made a MCU tier list and someone and Rylan specifically called it near riot inducing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. Well, anyway, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, you can find me on Discord. Uh, my name is Fabu Caribou, and also on Instagram under the same name, Fabu Caribou. Uh, it is spelled F A B U. Fabulous. And caribou is not spelled like you would think. It's spelled C-A-R-I-B-U. Because I wanted the B-U at the end for both ends. Uh, mm-hmm. But that is where you can find me. And if you want to find me, I am Lexa White on the MCP Discords, Egypt on the Nomina MCP Discords. If you want to support the show, you can do so at Lex, uh, patreon.com slash Lexa White, where not only do you get uh, access to the Discord server, Patreon Discord server, where I have all of my custom... MCP creations. You also get the Darkhold, my uh, podcast about what I have been playing recently, and bonus episodes. Uh, there should be some bonus episodes out this week. Uh, there were some technical difficulties due to uh, a lot of stuff uh, last week that made the schedule move around, but there should hopefully, as long as things go well, uh, be two this week. Uh, before well, this episode like comes deal. out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. And I cannot wait to show up with some wackiness to our local game night 
over where I am and have people go, what are you playing? And I'm like, well, we're going to both find out together. <laughs> and keep experimenting, people. <laughs>